Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Everybody, it's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into this special year end edition of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, just shout out to everybody who's been listening and uh, who keeps on listening and supporting the podcast. And uh, always make sure you check out you know older episodes of Do Rags and Boat Shoes if you don't know where to find it. It's on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, and there's different uh, podcast websites that host it also All you got to do is just type in do-rags and boat shoes And that's D-U-R-A-G-S for do-rags And then also make sure you check out uh, podcastincolor.com For a, a list of different podcasts from people of color If you fill in this one and you can't get enough of do-rags and boat shoes You can find some other like-minded podcasters who look like me uh, or don't look like me and have different points of views as me. So if you uh, hate my podcast, go on over there and find one that you like, okay? So I guess we're going to go ahead and get started on this good old Summer Jam screen. Um, So we're going to go through all 12 months and I just picked out a few important events from uh, each, each of the months of 2016, even though we're still in December. Uh, and I guess we'll just start with January and we should have known that uh, 2016 was going to be on some bullshit, uh, you know, losing so many great people, uh, high profile people. And uh, the first one that we lost was uh, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing back in the, the, just the second day of January. Um, you know, she was a great psychiatrist. Uh, she had the uh, Crest theory of color and uh, she also broke down the system of white supremacy which all it boils down to is genetic annihilation and you can actually see that i mean white folks say it every day white supremacists racist white folks say it every damn day that they can and that's word to state farm if you don't know what happened with state farm they tweeted out a uh, picture of a black guy over the holiday season proposing to a white woman and it was talking about you know protect your your assets or whatever and these these white folks and these trolls i'm not gonna say white folks but these uh white supremacists suspected white supremacists uh low-key bigots they were tweeting up a storm to state farm telling them that they're promoting genocide uh white genocide and all this other mess and that's what uh the isis papers uh that dr francis crest welson uh wrote broke down you know different symbols uh the psychology uh, the mindset of a white supremacist and what it all boils down to, which is genetic annihilation because they are a global minority. So rest in peace, uh, rest in power. Um, you know, much love and respect to our ancestor, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. And if you out there, you know, black folks in the psychiatry field, you know, just continue her work and keep fighting the good fight. Um, also, in uh, January, we had a. Uh, 
Janet Hubert, aka the the original Aunt Viv. Uh, she went off on Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, about uh, the Oscars and boycotting it, talking about Jada should have uh you know she can't let her man speak for himself and all this other shit but we all know that Janet Hubert was you know salty that Will Smith and the producers of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fired her and she uh she had a pretty uh funny run you know with that video of her talking that bullshit and uh then we had uh Kanye West and Wiz Khalifa they were beefing on Twitter over Amber Rose um I believe this was over Amber Rose saying that, uh, you know, she stuck a finger in Kanye's booty hole and all this other stuff. And then, uh, you know, there was some quote unquote slut shaming on Kanye West and whatever you want to call it. And they were going back and forth on Twitter. Goofiest shit ever. Um, that's pretty much wraps up January. So we did start off the month of January pretty fucking rough. Uh, just man just started off real rough you know we uh us black folks uh we lost a jewel in uh dr francis crest welsing uh so february um you know we had the water crisis in flint and the fbi finally investigated the water crisis and deemed it a state and federal emergency and if you listen to a few shows back the federal government actually finally stepped in and they're offering some aid uh, to redo the water treatment systems in Flint, Michigan, and uh, offering health care to them babies out there, you know, who were affected by the uh, water crisis there. And shout out to everybody who's been donating money and actually bringing trucks of water up there to those people. And then um, you had Supreme Court Justice Scalia died and, uh, you know, very conservative guy. Um, you know, and then you had uh, the Senate or uh, members of Congress, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same gang. We're basically saying that they whoever Obama, President Obama nominates, they're going to block it. You know, uh, leaders of the Senate, um, they were talking about they're going to block whoever. And then you still had the Oscar so white hashtag uh, continuing to go strong, you know, from the month of February. In the, I mean, from January into February. Uh, your man Jeb Bush uh, dropped out of the presidential race. Uh, it actually looked like that uh, before all the hoopla of uh, Trump and all this nonsense, he was actually, you know, experts, quote unquote, were saying that Jeb Bush had a pretty damn decent chance of being a Republican nominee. But he dropped out way back in February. And then also, you know, about the Super Bowl, uh, Denver Broncos ended up beating the Carolina Panthers in Super Bowl 50, 24 to uh, 10. Uh, your man's uh, Peyton Manning played like shit, played like trash, and Denver's uh, defense carried him the whole way. So shout out to Von Miller for getting the Super Bowl MVP. And, uh, you know, this pretty much decimated Cam Newton and, uh, you know, he turned into a, you know, he was black folks hero, you know, dabbing and hitting the folks in the end zone. And, you know, he couldn't take the pressure and, uh, you know, he uh, was a disappointment in the Super Bowl. So after that loss, you know, he figured, you know, I'm going to pack my bags and uh, get me a ticket and uh, hop on the coon train. So that's pretty much all that happened in uh, February. So you got the Flint water crisis actually was being uh, investigated by the FBI and it was deemed a state and federal emergency. 
Super Bowl, Supreme Court Justice Scalia died, Oscar so white, hashtag going strong, and Jeb Bush drops out the race. So then we move on to March and you had Super Tuesday. So this is when shit got real. So Super Tuesday results came in and Trump really pretty much shocked the Republican Party. And it got so bad where uh, Mitt Romney actually shat on Trump, shit on him, past tense, shat on Trump in a speech at the University of Utah. And uh, what's funny about that, you fast forward to, uh, so March to November, so was that eight months later, uh, he was actually sitting down having dinner with uh, Trump. And this was a power move by Trump. And, you know, he pretty much, Mitt Romney was kissing his ass all through the dinner, trying to get a job in the cabinet. And Trump was like, nah, son, we good over here, but I like to see you uh, squirm and squeal like a pig. So then we also had uh, every uh, Republican's uh, dream girl, Nancy Reagan, passed away. And President Obama was like, I can't go to that uh, funeral because I already chose to go to South by Southwest and I already got my flight booked and everything like that. So he's like, fuck that. I'm not going to the funeral. And then you had Ben Carson and uh, Marco Rubio, who I felt was a strong candidate for the Republican nomination. Both of those guys dropped out the race and Marco Rubio, he did horrible in the state of Florida, uh, you know, during that Super Tuesday, during those primaries. And, uh, you know, he figured he would just drop out of the race. Uh, this would have been huge, you know, if he would have won Florida and he would have kept going because I felt like he could have been a strong Republican nominee. And I felt like Hispanics would have jumped on board and uh, helped nominate him as president of the United States. Then you also had a uh, sportscaster, Aaron Andrews. Uh, she uh, cashed out at uh, about fifty five million dollars from the stalking incident back in i think 08 or 09 uh she was in a hotel and some guy was, who worked there i believe was stalking her and he installed cameras into her room and shit like that um yeah and she cashed out at 55 million dollars so i don't know if i i don't know if i even see her on anything anymore but you know if i got them 55 m's i'd probably be chilling somewhere you know uh feet kicked up on a beach somewhere you know sipping the pina colada out of a fucking coconut or something like that <clears throat> also uh i interviewed author and black omaha native uh brandon lovelace and you know my boy i asked him talk to him about his book views of the church from the liquor store um and make sure you go cop that on amazon still up there still doing strong my man still doing numbers you know uh you know passing books out uh, left and right to folks all over the city but again the title of that book is views of the church from the liquor store so make sure you pick that up on amazon it's just a series of you know uh different short essays that he's wrote uh written about uh his life um his influences and different issues that affect you know black society and how to come up out of those issues and how to just keep uh thriving and striving to be the best that you can be so make sure you pick that book up again it's uh, views of the church from the liquor store on amazon or you know hit him up on facebook uh at brandon lovelace and you know hey i need a copy only 15 bucks you know you people spend that you know two days in a row on coffee you know what i'm saying so uh, make sure you support my man all right so we're moving on to april in april i sat down with uh my boy uh my partner in rhyme uh prime the ruler aka kingpin aka uh infamous prime who's a music producer and co-owner of bomb global we talked about the omaha rap scene and how to get up out of that 
his influences and things of that sort and you know just recently he released his first project you know uh branching out uh you know getting some talented uh artists up under the roster for bomb global and you can actually check that out on itunes uh you know if you got apple music go ahead and stream it if you don't you know go ahead and purchase it you know it's only 13 bucks up on itunes um i think it's up on amazon spotify anywhere you can buy music it's there online digitally and it's a great project I know he's been working hard all year on the project. Uh, you know, when I spoke to him in April, you know, he was very hungry and he's very excited about this project. And it's out now and it's doing numbers. Uh, the music video, My City, is out now up on YouTube. Um, so shout out to uh, Vado for uh, shooting the video. And uh, it's just a great project. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of my brother. And, uh, you know, I just want him to keep thriving and, you know, keep doing what he do best. And that's make music and make hits. So uh, make sure you support that. And that's just uh, Bomb Global, B-O-M-B Global, and then just The Mission. Or you can just type in The Mission or just B-O-M-B Global. And uh, you get some great music streamed directly to your phone. And make sure you check out the website at bombglobal.com. It's also up there for you to purchase, okay? And then uh, we also talked about in that episode how folks tried to but failed to get the Jordan crying meme up out the paint. So we're at the end of the year and folks are still using it left and right. And I fucking love it. I really do. So just shout out to, uh, you know, everybody still using that meme. I still crack the fuck up when I when I hear it. And then uh, we also had that controversy with BuzzFeed when they made those 27 questions black people have for other black people. But it was nothing but like white supremacist talking points and blackface. That's all it was. And then it went uh, viral on Twitter and uh people were asking uh some funny ass questions and uh it was it was fantastic that's the greatest thing that came up out of that and then news broke about uh our hometown hero here in omaha nebraska of terrence bud crawford uh he took his first l of his career and it wasn't in the boxing ring it was him and the incident that happened up at the uh custom shop with him you know uh going to get his car back you know felt like the guy was bullshitting around with his car and you know i gave him some advice on that you always keep some folks on the payroll you know who you grew up with and uh or who are friends of friends of friends who don't know jesus so you always have somebody else handle your lightweight and do your dirty work for you okay and then uh also in april you know we had uh you know we had uh uh, everybody was drinking Beyonce's lemonade so there was rumors flying around that this album was about her getting a divorce and uh, it was actually you know inspired by her mom uh, what she went through you know with the divorce from her pops and moving on and shit like that and it gave us some hot music so and she did another you know let me just drop this out the blue surprise everybody because you gonna buy it because the music is fucking hot then we also had the plantation celebration the first annual uh, plantation celebration back in april aka the coon train awards and you had a lot of you had a lot of different categories from everything from political sambo of the year to uh biggest on location news coon of the year to the caucasian coon of the year and you know you had your winners uh kamu bakari was the political sambo of the year stephen a smith won sportscaster coon of the year and Pastor James David Manning, he was one of the Plantation Preacher of the Year. You know, the one who's like, what's wrong with y'all niggas? You know, that dot guy right there. You had Mammy of the Year. It actually was a tie. It was Diamond and Silk, the two women who uh, stumped for Trump. 
You had uh, uh, Kristen uh, Scriven, Scriven, best on location news coon. Uh, you had uh, Tommy uh, Sotomayor's YouTube coon of the year. You had Larry Elder, who gets big bucks for being a House Negro newscaster of the year. Uh, though that group of black uh, pastors for Trump, they won the biggest coon ensemble. And Kevin Gates, uh, I married my best friend. Hip hop sample of the year, Riff Raff naturally won Caucasian coon of the year. And Stacey Dash was Mammy of the year. While Sheriff David Clark took home the coveted coon of the year you know i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know if he was gonna take it or not but he really did so i look forward to that uh the second annual plantation celebration hopefully we will get it and then um let's see we had the uh the uh passing of prince uh musical genius uh kind of the whole world just kind of stopped i remember i was at the i was at my plantation uh and i just was like whoa just taken aback and uh the, uh, we always have oldies playing on the uh, radio overhead in the warehouse uh, before we load out and head out. And uh, that's all they were doing was playing, <clears throat> excuse me, playing uh, Prince hits. And uh, he was a musical genius, but he did a lot of work behind the scenes that people really don't know about. Uh, he was a big fan of Dr. John Henry Clark and, uh, you know, uh, the, the, uh, society uh the uh community of egypt he, he loved that a lot was very big into african history and he actually uh due to the death of trayvon martin he actually donated money to the family you know anonymously and you know he didn't do it for recognition this man was very 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 pro-black and he actually started because of what happened with Trayvon Martin. He actually started an initiative with Van Jones, the CNN commentator, called Yes We Code, uh, and it was basically it's it's a nonprofit that teaches black youth uh, how to get into the tech field, teaches them tech, and uh, you know it's basically just sweeping across the globe. You know it's growing and getting bigger and bigger. I think they got over I think it was over a hundred thousand children that they're helping right now, uh, teaching them how to code and how to do different things as far as develop apps and you know keep websites running and things of that sort which is amazing and he actually was a big fan of blm but he wanted to uh steer it steer blm from you know the whole protesting thing to an economic movement that was actually his next move was to help steer black lives matter into focusing on economics and ownership and uh circulating the dollar so that that, that was huge that was huge so hopefully you know they hear this or well, they probably won't because i'm very critical of it because it's not an economic movement and that's what needs to happen you know ownership and things of that sorts but uh you know prince was a very great man uh musical genius and he did a lot for his people and uh, you know i just applaud him for that so we're going to end the month of uh of april with that a lot happened a lot happened so yeah prince passing away um you had uh lemonade dropping uh you had uh people trying to get the jordan meme about the paint the first ever plantation celebration the coon train award buzzfeed acting dumb as fuck with those 27 questions and there's going to be some stuff that i missed in each month you can play hey well, what about this well you make your own list okay i'm just giving you some highlights that's all i'm doing here. you know i ain't trying to come down on you but i'm just letting you know what i'm doing okay and then in may 
Oh shit. Uh, this was tough. May started off with some bullshit. We had George the Teflon turd Zimmerman. He auctioned off the murder weapon. You know he used on Trayvon Martin. Got over six six figures for that. And then you know he did an interview uh with uh i forgot the name of the publication but he pretty much was wagging his finger at the uh at uh you know trayvon's parents saying that they should have raised him better and all this other stuff so pretty much saying if you would have raised your son better he wouldn't be dead in my hands at my hands uh then we also uh lost the phoenix shakur the black panther and Pac's mom tupac's mom and uh I did an interview with uh, but my buddy Juice, the Juice, and he uh, talked about his album, The New Religion. So make sure you uh, stream that, pick it up on iTunes. Uh, the New Religion album is, is it goes against the grain, uh, very Jesus-like. So if you was feeling that Jesus album, you know, go ahead and peep, uh, check that out. And then um, that was pretty much it for June. So you know, I mean, not June, but May. You know, we lost the Phoenix Accord. Uh, the Teflon turd auction off his murder weapon and then the juice you know we talked to, to him about his new album so then we move on to uh, June uh, we lost the legend Muhammad Ali and everybody you know is screaming and hooting and hollering how they miss him even though he was a villain you know when he was uh, younger and with the nation of uh, Islam when he was with he was part of the fruit uh, so rest in peace to that brother um, then we had the Orlando shooting uh, one of is one of I'm not going to say it's the biggest one of the the worst one of the one of the biggest mass shootings that we had in uh, the uh, United States where a guy an undercover gay guy uh, you know he was on the DL had a woman at home and you know I think he just got kind of confused and was scared to come up but come up out that closet and you know he uh, murdered 49 people which is very sad and then um you know, uh, LeBron James did his thing. Uh, he uh, basically brought that first NBA title to Cleveland, uh, made good on his promise. Uh, he had to go down to Miami for some college, you know, to win those two out of three uh, titles. And, you know, shout out to him. And then also in June, I got married, uh, which was amazing. Uh, you know, I feel like I married my best friend, uh, married a very amazing woman who holds me down and I hold her down. And that was probably the highlight of my year. And that was the most fun that I've had in since forever. Just, you know, everybody was on the same page. Uh, no BS, no drama. And it was like drama as far as how hot it was and shit like that. But it wasn't nothing, you know, crazy, like no crazy family drama. You know, everybody was getting along. It was just a celebration of our love and which I greatly appreciated and I'm greatly thankful to the Lord for letting me find my soulmate. So that's June. Uh, you had Muhammad Ali passing, me getting married. Uh, you had the Orlando shooting and you had LeBron James bringing it home for Cleveland. So moving on to July, we had... Uh, a very large WWF event. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry about that. It was the RNC, the Republican National Convention. That shit looked like a damn wrestling event with all these people. You had Hitler salutes, uh, folks chanting in the crowd. Just crazy shit. Then you had back-to-back -back killings. You had um, Alton Sterling. He was killed down there in Baton Rouge. We caught that on video. And on the 5th of July, <clears throat> he was down there selling CDs. And uh, they pretty much held him down, uh, stood on his chest, and then they shot him while they was holding him down. Then you had the brother Philando Castile. He was died live on Facebook. 
you know, the next day on the 6th of July. And what's crazy right now, if you look up what's going on, the judge is actually being replaced on trial. There's a black judge who was supposed to go over the trial of Philando Castile of him being wrongly murdered by these cops. And uh, the prosecution, or I mean the defense, was pretty much like based on research, you know, meaning that the brother was all about justice and not white supremacy. They removed him and they asked for a different judge which was crazy so after those two events everything was just you know you know black folks were pretty much like what the fuck is about to happen now because you had these back-to-back -back killings caught on camera and you can see that they were you know wrongfully gunned down and then you had micah johnson you know there was a protest rally down in dallas texas and you know this was a military trained man and he you know let the chopper fly and he killed six cops uh, in retaliation for what happened over what happened with all these uh these state sanctioned killings and uh what was interesting about the uh, Micah Johnson incident they were trying to paint him as some kind of muslim uh like black muslim they were calling him Micah X and all this other stuff and they showed a picture of him with a dashiki on and they were just trying to paint him as a uh, as a muslim uh, radical or something like that but he was just honestly just fed up with the state state sanctioned killings and seeing these officers get off and one of the officers that he did kill was a suspected uh white supremacist who basically had an iron cross tattoo uh he liked a bunch of uh strong uh white nationalist uh right wing group pages on facebook um so you know one out of one of the one out of the five and one out of the six that he killed was a white supremacist which is wild um that ended up the month of july then we moved on to august your man bow wow aka shad moss uh said he can't relate to black lives matters because he is mixed and uh his mama's black and his daddy's black so i guess he's mixed with coon and sambo so i don't know what else to say about that uh, we had the Zika virus, uh, you know, it was popping, you know, uh, it was stopping all these fellows from flying down to the DR and just stopping women from flying down to the DR to get some ass shots uh, for $2,000. So uh, that was a warning issued by the CDC and it was actually, uh, it's actually in uh, some of the native mosquitoes in Florida, which is crazy. And then the uh, DNC started cleaning house due to, you know, those information leaks uh, in favor of Hillary. You know, uh, they were giving inside information to Hillary's camp about Bernie Sanders and what he was planning on doing. And then and also in August, uh, we had Dylan Roof. He caught a fade. He was uh, showering on his way to the showers. Another inmate was leaving from the county jail where he was staying in. And he got he got pretty much almost knocked the fuck out. Well, he did get knocked out by a, a black inmate. And so what happened was his brother was being held on I think it was like four to five thousand dollars bond, and people started up a GoFundMe page. And he got about twelve, thirteen thousand dollars, and he got up out of there, and he got a nice little piece of pocket change for uh, serving that fist of justice. And then uh, Nate Parker, uh, he had the fake outrage started uh, emerging and it would continue on for months until um, Birth of a Nation would be released. Uh, there was, you know, uh, the year prior, black feminists on Twitter, uh, black Twitter feminists was giving him all kind of praise and accolades for uh, bringing uh, Nat Turner's story to light. But then uh, I guess something happened where they were like, let's look, they 
first they started shitting on a brother because he had a white wife and they're like well how can you make a pro-black movie when you have a white wife i'm saying why can't you there's nothing wrong with that and then so that didn't gain any traction so they're like oh well he was charged with rape uh attempt a rape or sexual assault back in college even though he was found not guilty of doing it and then that game started gaining traction these uh these negro uh feminists on twitter started writing these think pieces and then you started seeing the mainstream media start picking up traction because they watch everything that black twitter does because it sets the precedent and brings uh it pretty much it drives the clickbait culture so that started that and then you know what's crazy about these twitter black feminists there's a there was something that broke out a couple days ago where there was one twitter feminist black twitter feminist who you know they claim that they do all this stuff uh pro black uh, pro woman yada 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 and this woman basically uh got duped okay so this woman i don't know this woman's name on twitter uh, y'all can look it up but the story is on there uh, this woman, she has a bunch of followers, and I don't know how a black feminist Twitter woman is collecting nudes from other women, but she basically got duped thinking she was about to get $25,000 from some trick who was going to use her account to uh, target other women on her followers list to send nudes to that account. So she basically before she even got she didn't even get any money now she this is where she's just fucking dumb she's thinking that she passes over her username and her password with her tens of thousands of followers and then she gonna get paid afterwards a few days later you know thinking she gonna get twenty five thousand dollars from this motherfucker now if it was me i'm like hey i need you to wire transfer twelve thousand five hundred dollars right now and then after you then after it's all said and done give me the other half i need half up front and half afterwards or three quarters up front and a quarter after but no she didn't get a damn dime so she passed over her password and her username and uh and then it kept going on you know i guess the person was collecting nudes but it turned out that this woman had underage girls sending her nudes too so tell me how is that a feminist when you're up here uh coercing uh girls that you willingly know that are underage and then you up here putting other women in danger you don't send nudes over the internet that's just fucking dumb anyway but you're up here sending nudes to this uh feminist that you trust that fight for women's rights and like what really that's that's what feminism is all about so that's why i call it you know it's fake black feminism because basically she put a bunch of women in danger and you don't know where these pictures are going to end up you have no idea and you don't know who's fucking whacking off or rubbing one off to it and all this other bullshit so she thought so it's so it was a few days and she didn't get her password back and then she created another account she started hitting other hitting up women uh that she followed and followed her talking about hey my account was hacked which was some bullshit because other people actually just caught her in a lie and then she finally just came out and told the story that i just told you guys that she thought she was about to get 25 racks for selling for uh renting out her username and her password so this person could prey on women thinking that it was her to send nudes now what what i there's some tricks out there but what fucking trick do you know that pays twenty five thousand dollars for some nude fucking photos now i could see like if it's some nude photos you're gonna use to blackmail a politician or some shit like that but these just some regular schmegular degular ass people on twitter 
so she fell for the okie doke so that's 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 my issue with these these fake black feminists on twitter because it's just a bully gang that's all it is that's all it is they claim that you know they're all for black women and all this other shit but as soon as they get on tv they'll shit on another black woman you know uh, uh just as water is wet so fuck out of here with that shit but anyways moving on in august uh so after the nate parker fake outrage we had iran they got 400 million dollars you know upon the release of four american citizens so this money was set aside and it accrued all this interest that the u.s was holding just because of iran's uh they broke a treaty or something like that so iran had four american citizens held hostage and upon the release we actually do negotiate with terrorists iran got that 400 m's that's what it actually came up to with interest uh for those four american citizens and then uh the Department of Justice claims that they will they actually released a public uh, decree or whatever the fuck you want to call it that uh, that they will slowly stop using private owned jails, private owned prisons. And uh, that's actually false because now you're going to look at immigration. They're actually going to start utilizing those private owned jails. And I talked about that in about four or five episodes ago. Then we also lost uh, a sports commentator, John Saunders, and then we lost Willy Wonka himself, Gene Wilder. So then we move on to September. Uh, first things first, uh, you know, we lost Darren Sills, who was a Ferguson, St. Louis area activist. He was uh, doing the whole Ferguson thing. He was calling out uh, a lot of these fake ass, uh, you know, activists that was in the, the in the area. And uh, this brother was killed in a fucked up way. He was basically uh, murdered in his car. And then he, uh, they set his car on fire, you know, while he was in it. Uh, it was very shady shit. And uh, they ne- there needs to be an investigation. But, you know, doing some Google searches and Twitter searches and things like that. Nothing has come up. No updates about this brother's trial. And uh, people were tweeting all over uh, Twitter showing pictures of, uh, you know, the crime scene. There were still bullet casings on the ground. You know didn't collect none of that shit and uh so this this does seem like an inside job because just a few days later uh, a few days before prior i'm sorry i misspoke uh he was talking about that him and his brother were approached by detectives and telling them that he need to calm down you know with this activist shit and they pretty much just gave him a warning and then a few days later you know or a few weeks later he turns up dead and his car sat on fire with him in it uh, so rest in peace to darren seals um, then we had uh, ITT Tech uh, shuts down, basically due to the U.S. Department of Education being like, no, you're going to stop preying on uh, new students who got federal aid. We're done with that. You know, so they had to shut their doors down and uh, left a lot of people uh, without their uh, technical degrees. So uh, I guess maybe you can thank God for not having another smart ass IT guy coming up over you, you know, sucking his teeth. You know, as he hit, you know, control all delete to restart your computer. So, um, Wells Fargo actually, uh, you know, they were fined almost two million, two hundred million dollars for those uh, fraudulent accounts, uh, trying to generate more revenue and bonuses. Uh, so, I think uh, uh, it wasn't the government, but it was uh, I think the Federal Trade Commissions or something fined them that almost two hundred million dollars for creating dummy accounts that. Uh, uh, accrued fees and they did this to people who had high dollar amount accounts who really wouldn't notice you know the little six seven dollar charge a month for those different sorts of accounts and the ncaa 
uh, pretty much bounced on North Carolina due to the discriminatory practices against the LGBTQ community. Wouldn't that be so nice if, you know, uh, companies and corporations did that for black folks? That'd be so nice. But uh, it was about the uh, transgender issue with the bathrooms and shit like that. And North Carolina was like, nah, fuck that. We ain't doing it. So NCAA was like, okay. Uh, NCAA men's basketball was like, okay. So you love this state loves basketball, but we're about to move every fucking game from the NCAA uh, men's tourney up out of North Carolina. And the same thing happened. Uh, the NBA followed suit. And because the All-Star game was supposed to be uh, this upcoming All-Star game in February it was actually supposed to be in Carolina. But I think they moved it to uh, Louisiana. I think that's where they're moving it to. And uh, uh, I know uh, MJ was kind of pissed about that because he felt like this would be. Uh, a great shot for the state of Carolina to uh, North Carolina to, you know, put on and, you know, bring a lot of money to the community. So I know he was kind of butthurt about that. Uh, let's see here. Then also, uh, let's see here. The U.S. struck a deal with Israel for $38 billion in military aid over the next decade. Uh, which is funny because uh, they can't find money for reparations for black folks, but they found $38 billion for Israel in military aid. And the reason I say that is uh, I read an interview uh, President Obama did uh, with The Atlantic, and he was pretty much asked about, you know, how to fix a black folks situation. And he pretty much talked about bootstrap logic, um, how it is be easier as a politician for him to, uh, you know, invest the, that much money into kids into poor kids and that's what he deflected from black folks into uh an issue about poor kids so you know what that means you know who gets the big slice of the pie and who's left you know scraping the damn pie pan so what's also interesting is uh i watched a uh, facebook live video of dr boyce Watkins. shout out to him uh, i don't know if he's still teaching at syracuse university but uh, he's doing a lot of great things online teaching black folks uh, how economics work. So I watch a lot of his videos and he was talking about how he spoke to who I look up to is Dr. Claude Anderson about how he Dr. Claude Anderson recently has spent over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars trying to get in lawsuits, trying to get reparations uh, against the United States, you know, for black folks. And he was talking about that uh, it got to the point. Uh, you can actually look at this video. Just look up Dr. Boyce Watkins talks about Claude Anderson and reparations. So he's walking through the airport telling his story. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he's talking about that um, Dr. Claude Anderson and his team actually were speaking about a settlement, which was for a few billion dollars, billions of dollars for black folks. They were actually at the settlement talk stage and the Obama administration blocked it. They just stopped it altogether. Uh, they stopped. They just shut down every fucking thing. And so uh, Dr. Claude Anderson said that he's still going to take up this fight. And he was trying to, you know, ask the Obama administration, why would they block it? Wouldn't return his calls and things of that source. And he actually talked to some of Trump's people, which is odd. And he said he actually uh, got more of a response and they're going to continue the conversation uh, with Trump's uh, cabinet and his administration. Uh, so that just shows that, you know, President Obama 
really hit us with the okie doke you know this is uh he was a textbook politician when it came to uh, black folks you come over here you know singing acting black i mean even though he is black you know coming over here like when after the dylan roof situation he goes into church singing and all this other shit and talking about gun control and not talking about you know here's some guy who's filled with hate you want to come over here and sing and then he want to dance and shit like that and offer uh, symbolism as opposed to tangibles and here we are the black lives matter movement started up under here so i don't want black folks to get confused and they worried about trump and talking about it's gonna get worse it can't get any worse than it is right now for black folks you know you had a whole movement start because of a white backlash uh, they call it white lash just from folks tired of being quote-unquote cuckolded and then you see president obama really isn't wasn't an ally these white white racists saw that president obama was wasn't really an ally for black folks and he said in black enterprise magazine that way back in 2012 i think this was after he uh, beat Mitt Romney uh, that he wasn't the president of black America. He's the president of all America, even though black folks took him over the, the edge in 2012 to beat Mitt Romney. Because if it wasn't for black folks voting, Mitt Romney would have been in the House. So uh, get a chance. If you get a chance, read that Atlantic interview. And then there's a response uh, from the Atlantic, which was a great article. It's a long read, but it's a great article um, about how Barack Obama failed black America. And uh, so just just a tough pill to swallow. You know, the, the U.S. can always find billions of dollars uh, in aid to help these other countries, but they can't help their own black folks at home, which got them to be a powerhouse off of the, you know, hundreds of years of free labor and the head start on everything. Uh, but moving on, uh, we're still in September, I believe. So uh, the government recall uh, happened of the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Uh, you know, it was blowing up everywhere, uh, so they officially had that recall, and you can't fly if you have that type of phone at all. And then uh, the Federal Appeals Court, they hosted the Dakota Access Pipeline. You know, this was one uh, roadblock to help kind of to help the people up there in the Dakotas. And then you had uh, the brother Terrence Crutcher uh, killed in Oklahoma by Officer Betty uh, Shelby. You know, after having car trouble, that was that disturbing video that you saw that the brother was, you know, he had his flashers on and uh, he was having some car trouble. And then you seen the chopper view and they were already painting the narrative talking about that's a bad dude. And then Betty Shelby was trying to say that uh, he was in a car reaching for a weapon. And then you looked at the other uh, video and you saw that the window was up. He couldn't reach in it because there was blood splattered on the window, which was fucked up. And then you had uh, more police killings. You had the death of Keith Scott. This was a brother in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, who was sitting in his car reading a book. And he hopped out when the cops rolled up trying to serve a warrant to somebody else. Undercovers was that he hopped out with the book in his hand. And, you know, they smoked him right there on the scene, um, which was fucked up. And then we also had, uh, so rest in peace to that brother. And uh, then we also had the first presidential debate with Trump and Clinton. Uh, it gave us some great memes online. It gave us some great laughs. And then uh, Arizona tea drinkers, you know, they poured out a can for Arnold Palmer because he passed away in September. Uh, so keep doing what you do. Uh, keep drinking those 99 cent uh, sugar water cans because I do sometimes if they're two for a dollar at Walgreens. Um, October. Let's see here. 
Um, you had the internet routing company, uh, DYN, was hacked, uh, which uh, stopped access to uh, things like Netflix and Spotify and more. Then you had a Volkswagen. This was a huge one. Uh, Volkswagen settled uh, one of the largest lawsuits in history for $14.7 billion. Uh, basically, they installed devices that faked emissions data. So uh, the emissions that actually were coming out of the vehicles was 40 times the legal limit. And so uh, everybody listed in the so everybody who had a Volkswagen Beetle, I mean, not a Beetle, but these uh, low emissions, quote unquote, Volkswagens, they are actually going to get the uh, the trade in value of their vehicle plus anywhere between five and ten thousand dollars, which is fucking wild. And then uh, in October, you also had the Cubs doing their thing. They ended up winning it all. Uh, you know, towards the, towards the end of October, early November. Then you had Mary J. Blige court documents leaked, and Kendu was asking for everything under the sun except for the sun, and uh, some of these court documents. And that pretty much wrapped up October. Then you move on to uh, November, and this started off rough for us folks in the Midwest. You had domestic terrorist Scott Green. He ambushed and killed two Iowa cops. And this man had a history of run-ins with the law. You know, there was uh, numerous videos of him, uh, you know, waving the uh, stars and bars at um, different um, high school games, Iowa high school games. And then he uh, ambushed a couple of cops and killed them. Uh, when it first happened, uh, a lot of these right-wing sites and these suspected white supremacist uh, Twitter accounts were trying to say that it was Black Lives Matter, uh, which you know, as of this point in November, they were deemed a terrorist group by every white supremacist on, in the country. And you know what that breaks down to? That was a dog whistle word, which means all black folks. So then you had former Attorney General Janet Reno passed away. Um, Let's see here. And then uh, PBS NewsHour uh, uh, newscaster and journalist Gwen Ifill, she passed away. Rest in peace. You also had the Brady Bunch mom, uh, Florence Henderson, passed away. Uh, you had the uh, terrorist attack at uh, Ohio State University uh, where the guy was running over folks with his car and he hopped out with the butcher knife and then he got smoked by, uh, you know, by campus, by a campus police officer. And then uh, the silent majority came out to support uh, Trump and uh, Mr. Grabbing by the Pussy becomes emperor of the United States with the help from uh, white female voters. And then uh, you also saw, excuse me, in the end of November, Kanye West lost his damn mind. And so then we move on to December where we are now. Um, just a quick little recap for that. You had uh, the... Uh, the Army Corps of Engineers uh, pretty much just stopped the uh, Dakota Access uh, pipeline altogether, which was a huge, um, a huge win for those folks. You had the Michael Slager, Mike Slager mistrial, and then uh, that was the cop that shot uh, Walter Scott in the back, and you seen it clear as day on camera. And then he dropped the uh, the taser by his feet to look like he was being attacked. And then you had that foreman. Uh, that sassy black man uh, who was basically talking about the reason they let it go. They couldn't tell that the attack was malicious. So he shot a man in his back and he planted a gun, but that wasn't malicious at all. And what was even crazier was that this uh, jewelry foreman had a felony charge pending and then all of a sudden it was just wiped away. So you let me know what's going on with that. And that's looking funny in the light. 
You also had Dylan Roof was found guilty of murdering the nine black folks in the church. So he's going to be sentenced in January. Uh, he's either going to get the uh, life in prison or he's going to get the death penalty. Uh, hopefully it's the death penalty. Uh, Amazon Go was officially announced and then some black men uh, got scared to death of that. Uh, and then you said your man Charlemagne, he wanted to find out if black dicks matter to Tommy Lauren, uh, throwing his people up under the bus. Then you had Carrie Fisher, rest in peace, and uh, George Michael passed away. Then you had the, uh, the comedian Ricky Harris, West Coast legend and actor, also passed away. So we lost a lot of folks in December. And then uh, lately, uh, we've seen your man uh, Kanye West rock a new blonde dude, but he added a dash of pink into his hair, so he still has lost his mind. Do you guys remember... Uh, basically at the beginning of the year we were pissed at kanye's cousin for stealing his laptop when we heard no more pop, uh, parties in la those were good times those were really good times back then uh but yeah that's it for the uh summer jam screen going through all uh 12 months giving you just just a little little dab of uh what happened throughout the year so uh that's all i gotta say and uh we're gonna leave it up to hove don't be the next contestant on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, so moving on to selling hope like dope. Uh, the, what I got for selling hope like dope is a little bit different. Uh, I got the folks who wait until the new year to uh, start making positive changes. Um, every day that you wake up, I think I've said this plenty of times before on the podcast. Every day that you wake up is uh, a new day, a new start for you to start making some positive changes don't wait until the new year don't just take shit you know piling down on you and piling on you you know don't don't accept you know the 10 pounds of bullshit in a five pound bag you know so quit waiting till the new year and just go ahead and start tomorrow start making that you know take that first step then the day after that take step two and then the day after that take step one and two and make step three you just continue on that way and next thing you know uh you're making some positive progress um i know the whole new year thing is new year new me shit like that and then you kind of fall into a rut you know around you know february march and you go back to your old bad habits but if you have the mindset of a new day is a, a new beginning then you'll be all right so the main thing is to take action you know don't keep talking about it just start taking some action positive action and uh that's pretty much all i got for selling hope like dope you know don't listen to folks when they're like oh 2017 this is going to be you know this is going to be the good year this is going to be my year you know some of these fools been saying it's been my year you know since 1917 so you know every day is a new start so uh don't 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 shoot that dope don't uh don't snort the hope and uh just keep it pushing you know take action take positive action like i said take step one the next day day after that step two day three you know you're gonna take steps one and two and create step three and just keep uh you know taking actions you know so that's all i got really got to say about that this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so moving on to hold this l the end of the year holding the l and uh most folks think that you know i would lean towards hillary clinton for losing to a bumbling fool of a businessman and i'm not 
I'm not, because I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, he spoke to the silent majority, Trump did, and they showed out in droves to vote for him. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, poor folks felt like they were uh, left behind by uh, Obama. You know, a lot of these uh, poor folks, uh, poor white folks voted for Obama, uh, you know, in 2008 because of what he was talking about with hope and change and, you know, changing it, turning everything around. And folks were so beat down by the economy and the housing crisis and shit like that. You had this black man acting like he was Jesus Christ himself. Um, so you know uh donald trump went on that other extreme you know promising uh to bring jobs back to the americas and uh you know he basically gave poor people uh someone to blame for their problems and i've talked about that many a times before on the show but uh so that's how he won but who we got taking the l the biggest l has to be the golden state warriors uh these guys went 73 and 9 you know they were very braggadocious with it uh you know uh, swag was on a hundred thousand trillion and uh draymond green could do no wrong by kicking and punching people in the dicks and you had uh steph curry throwing up shots and shimmying down the court when uh then the shot ain't even reached this uh apex yet to come down and uh yeah clay thompson you know uh aka john b aka the pbs logo doing his thing you know dropping 30 some points in a quarter and uh you know uh steve kerr the coach was on uh cruise control until they met you know the cleveland cavaliers in the finals you know a rematch and uh you know it was one of those things where they had a healthy kevin love and uh lebron knew he had to play both sides of the floor and uh you know it, you, it was looking uh, kind of shaky during the playoffs especially when they played okc when they had kevin durant and uh you know they went up what was it 3-1 and uh the okc thunder and then next thing you know boom they come back and win three straight to beat okc which makes kevin durant be like fuck this i'm out of here i'm going to go join the dark side which is the golden state warriors so then you go into the finals and uh it was pretty much it looked like it was gonna be a blowout and then cleveland kept just coming back you know let me join one game here one game here next thing you know it's tied up 3-3 and then you have to leave it all out on the floor and you have to give it up to Kyrie Irving uh, for tapping into his inner Kobe. He even said himself he had that Mamba mentality, you know, just to hit him with that dagger and to get that uh, that jumper off over your man's the uh, unanimous MVP. So they went 73 and nine during the regular season and they did not get a title. So in my book, that makes the 72 and 10 Bulls the greatest team of all times so far in NBA history. Uh, well, second to my Spurs, of course. But uh, yeah, to have a record like that, to go 73 and nine, win all them damn games and you don't even get a chip, you know. So Golden State Warriors, you hold the L of 2016. You win. Perfect. All right. So moving on to not all heroes wear capes. Uh, I just want to personally shout out uh, some some shows that I appreciated um, and creators, uh, you know, who created some great, you know, black works of art this uh, this past year. So first we had. Uh, 
Issa Rae on Insecure, which was a great show. Um, I really appreciate how her show shows uh, the complexity of black women, and it doesn't show them as all as super sassy and always got an attitude and all this other bullshit. It just shows how complex a black woman is. And then also uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, with uh, his take on Atlanta on uh, FX, which is a great show. It ain't all, you know, a bunch of whole, you know, yo, 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 my nigga, and uh, I'm Crip number four, and all this other shit. It shows the complexity of black males in different lights. So you got, you know, Paperboy, the rapper. Um, then it shows his complex side It shows Donald Glover's character And then it shows Paperboy's right hand man Who's like all into You know just odd shit You know the universe And just different weirdo shit like that And then you had uh, the show Queen Sugar Which is depressing as fuck But it was good uh, The wife had me started watching that And I uh, kind of got hooked into it I appreciate her You know uh, putting me on to it You know I was a little 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 iffy on it at first because it was so damn dark but it's a good show it's a well-written show just don't uh if you're having a good day just don't watch it you know that day that's that's what i'm gonna say about that show then you also had the film um um what's this the film with the gay brother uh shit what the fuck was it moonlight was it spotlight or moonlight moonlight there yeah moonlight uh, you know, the only thing that I didn't like about the film was the stereotypicalness of his uh, mama being a crackhead, him growing up poor, and him being uh, uh, groomed or raised by a drug dealer. That's what sucked for me. It was just pretty much like stereotypical movie, shot beautifully, but the dude's gay. So, but still, shout out to you know everybody involved in those projects, and it really. Uh, hopefully it inspires the uh, next group of uh, creators and creatives uh, to uh, put their foot in the water or to dive in head first. So just shout out to uh, Ava, Issa Rae, Donald Glover, and the creator of Moonlight. So not all heroes wear capes. Shout out to y'all. All right. So moving on to the last segment of the show, uh, Health Over Wealth, the last Health Over Wealth of 2016. Uh, this is an anonymous quote, and this goes into the uh, the New Year theme, yada, 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 whatever. It says, uh, many people look forward to the new year for a new start on old habits. So, like I said, do not wait until the new year to uh, start something new. Uh, every day that you wake up is a new beginning. So, I want you to have that new year feeling uh, every single day that you wake up. It's a new beginning for you and uh you know always take action write it down take actions one step at a time combine the steps to get to that next step um you know i will see y'all next year uh, much love and respect to y'all and uh i am out and i wish you a prosperous new year uh, i hope 2017 brings you everything that you could ask for and remember be careful for what you ask for because you might get more of some bullshit too you know wrapped up in a plastic bag with a bow on it and you're like what is this and it's like oh it's more bullshit but always keep a positive mind frame um always keep fighting a good fight and uh don't let anybody or anything stop you from doing the right thing i love y'all and i will see y'all well not next week but the week after um because i am going on my honeymoon and i am being in hawaii with my feet in the sand 
and being a pervert with my wife. So I love y'all, and I will catch y'all in a couple weeks. One. <laughs>